It's part three of our Make More Sales series. Does your offer and product stink and that's why no one's buying it? Let's talk about it. You're listening to the Do The Rave Thing online business podcast, where I'm going to make sure not only do you have actionable advice that you can utilize in your business right now to see results, but I'm going to make sure that you have the brain balls to actually follow through. Because here's the thing, mindset and energetics definitely matter. So let's make sure that you're not standing in your own way and that you are always defaulting to doing the brave thing. Welcome back, my Do The Rave Thing home slices. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And welcome to part three of our Make More Sales series here on the Do The Brave Thing podcast. So in episode one of this series, we talked about actually getting more traffic to your sales page. Episode two, which probably honestly should have been episode one, we talked all about your energetics and mindset because if you hate selling and you think your product stinks and you are constantly second guessing yourself and your product's ability to make someone's life just a little bit better, a little bit easier, you're never going to promote this bad boy. It's not going to work. So today we are actually going to be talking about your offer and different ways that you can sort of fancy it up and different ways that you could start talking about your product as well. So there's actually a big difference between product and offer. And I feel like no one really ever sat down to explain that to me. And I feel like it's one of those questions that you might have in the back of your mind, but you might be like too embarrassed to ask. So First, we're going to go ahead and actually talk about the difference between a product and an offer, right? And a product, again, can be anything from an ebook to a three-month coaching package to a course, all that sort of stuff, right? Then we are going to honestly make sure that the topic of your paid offer slash product is a good one, okay? And then we are going to talk about how we can actually create, if you haven't done so already, create an actual offer, things that we can do to change and just sort of subtle tweaks. So that way you don't necessarily have to start over from scratch, but in that, do you actually have a good topic, i.e. one people will pay money for to solve section, you might be able to be like, yeah, I think I think this might have to turn into a bonus for something else, or maybe I'll like put this in bundles or something like that, okay? Because there are some really, really key things to look for at that. So let's talk about the difference between a product and an offer. Because again, this is going to make a lot more sense. And I think just knowing the difference between this is going to have a huge impact on your sales because you might need to doctor up the product that you have. So a product is like the tangible item service that you are actually offering. So it is like the main ebook. It is the main six modules of the course. It is the three-month coaching package that you have for people. It is that sort of central hub thing, okay? It is the set of principles in your budget binder, okay? The offer that you have is the combination of the actual product itself, so say the main ebook, but it is all these other little things that you have to enhance the perceived value of that product, okay? So this is things like bonus bonuses and incentives, which don't worry, we'll talk about a very easy way to create some bonuses and incentives because yes, I feel, especially in the digital world, people just, they, they want they want some more stuff. So we're going to talk about definitely some easy bonuses that you could add. This also includes things like a guarantee, which you might not have thought of, pricing, any type of support that people might get from you. And of course, the unique selling proposition, which is just like old school marketing term for like what makes your product different. And don't worry, we're going to chat about that at the end as well. So I want you to think of your offer as like the ice cream in a sundae, right? So it's, you know, the vanilla, the chocolate, the Rocky Road ice cream, whatever it is. And your offer is all of the sprinkles, the whipped cream, the gummy bears, the strawberries that you could add, the bananas. It's what makes it special. It's what makes it more interesting. It's what makes it more indulgent and just honestly more delicious to have now. I feel like, but Kate, like I'm just trying to sell like a $7 printable. There's still little things that you can add in order to make this really appealing. So 
The first thing that we need to do when it comes to your product, because maybe you have been trying to sell this forever, and we started with energetics and traffic first, because honestly, maybe just not enough people know about this. And we're going to talk about this when we talk about the sales page one next week, and then we're going to wrap it up with five and six together, because we have a special summer series coming up called the Summer in Six. And so we need to make sure that the topic of your course, the topic of your ebook, the topic of your three-month coaching package that you have is actually one that people cares about. And the easiest way to do this, right? Or like even like, you know, your printable themes, right? Or again, your budgety binders, because I have a lot of students that have those. You need to think about instead of like topic of your product, and this is definitely for somebody when you're starting out brand new, but even if you need to look and revamp things because sales are a lot lower than they have been recently, what is the outcome? What is the outcome? This is the number one question, especially when you're putting things between a paywall. But honestly, when you're creating social media, when you are creating free content like this, it's more long form videos, all of that sort of stuff. I want you to always think about what is the outcome that your person is going to get? What one of their desires are you going to help them with? Okay. This can be huge. And here's the thing, like people aren't always logical, right? So... Like they don't, they don't want the carrot. They want like the carrot cake or honestly, they probably want those brownies that were really popular like 10 years ago where like you hid vegetables in it. So I had one student that was trying, she had a very active audience, which was huge. She really believed in her stuff. And she thought that having a guide on like traveling safely would be huge because you would think that a desire to not be hurt would be very high up on people's lists logically it is, but like desires, they just like want to save money and they want to get itineraries. But she would have never known this if she didn't actually take action. So she did. She created this product. She put it out there. She marketed her heart out for a while. And it just, it was not moving. It wasn't even getting clicks over to the sales page. And her messaging and copy was spot on for this because we worked on it. That was just not an outcome. Again, remember, we're not thinking topic anymore. That was just not an outcome that people wanted. And that's the thing. People buy with desire and they justify with logic later. Okay. So it's one of those things that you really need to realize when it comes to sales. So if you keep logicing people like, but there's like 10 modules and there's this and there's that and there's that. What feelings are you going to give people about the outcome? What struggles are you taking away? Okay. So some ways that you can sort of evaluate, have I picked a good outcome? Again, that's what we're going for. Even if it's like, But like the outcome is just like for people to relax with my coloring pages. That's fine. Do you want the outcome to be people to feel like besides relaxed, like really fulfilled because it was an intricate design? Do you want them to feel like giggly because maybe it's like really cute little characters saying naughty words? Like you can think about these things, okay? So if you're looking around your industry and you're like, oh my goodness, no one's created a course about blank. Chances are, unless it's like a brand new thing, which everyone will hop on immediately, like I'm looking at you, chat GPT. Everyone's all been that train right now, at least in my ad feed. Okay. If nobody cares about an ideal client avatar, because they don't, y'all just want to make money. I am not going to create an ideal avatar course. There's probably none of those. Maybe there's a couple, but I guarantee you they're probably not selling very well. But instead, I could have a make money while you sleep or get your first 10 coaching clients. And guess what? The majority of that, besides tactical stuff, is going to be about really diving deep into the psyche of your, you guessed it, ideal person. So you want to actually look for demand. Have you seen other people sell these things with success? And I don't want you getting discouraged to think like, 
oh my goodness, like Sally Sue is selling a budget binder. Don't worry, I'm going to talk about how you're going to make yours different. And here's the thing, people might have done Sally Sue's budget binder and then we got like halfway through and they're like, oh, that's because that budget binder sucked. But this new budget binder, totally going to work. Okay. People like buying multiple things of stuff. That's just like, if you're into buying courses on productivity, chances are you're going to buy a couple of them. That's just the way that things work. Okay. Another thing to look for is a look for popularity. Okay. There is, I think if you've been at this long form content for a while, whether it's blog posts, whether it is YouTube videos, whether it is podcasting, or even you could probably do this with reels and TikToks, right? As long as it is some a topic slash outcome that feels great for you to talk about, what is something that's really, really popular? Like what is something that like, and I know anytime I talk about list building, like stuff just like goes off the rocker. People just freaking love it. Okay. And mindset stuff. Y'all have been really loving my mindset stuff. So we're going to talk way more about that as well. But you've got to know your fan favorite. Sometimes you'll be surprised at what hits people's fancy, but go ahead and look at your analytics. Look at your website traffic. Look at your downloads. Look at your interactions. Look at your reach. Look at those sorts of things to see what is going on. Okay. That can be another way, right? Again, we're never copying something like, oh my goodness, there's never a travel blogger and she has this, so I should have this. It's not that. But again, that safety guide that one of my students had created, that would actually be a better bonus item for people to say, plan their trip. Because what they're thinking about is the funness of going there and how cool it's going to be and they want to like save money and they want to see sites. And so you don't have to worry about going to an accidentally high crime area or so you don't have to worry about bears in particular cases. Here's this bonus guide to keep you safe. That's something that can make the difference between someone that was like, I mean, I can like go find like a travel agent, I guess. But it's like, ooh, and I get a bonus about safety? Yes, like that is the perfect sort of whipped cream to add to the ice cream of your product. And there's another analogy for you. Like literally your product gets to be the ice cream and the ice cream sundae and all of the sprinkles and the sauces and like, let's be honest, like the cookie mix-ins if you're really good for this and the syrups and the whipped cream and just like all the glorious things that you could think of to get it like cold stone. Those, those are what make that beer offer. And you're like, oh man, that's the stuff. So that's what I want you to think about. We are building an ice cream sundae that came to me right now, but that is, that's what we're going with instead of that vacation one, which I thought was pretty good at the time, but the ice cream one is where it's at. So just to sort of recap this little section here, you would think how to make your apartment safer would be a thing that people would be into, but apparently not so much. Maybe, 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 maybe it would be if you were like known for giving safety tips, like all the time on Instagram and TikTok, then people would want to buy your book, your course, your binder on safety. Okay. So you'd really have to be sort of well-known. And that's sort of the other aspect as well to think about when people think of the outcome, because again, we're not doing topics anymore. When people think of the outcome, would they associate it with you? Like I could put together and do enough market research to put together like a powerlifting thing or like a weightlifting thing, right? Like, or like a health journey thing. But like y'all aren't coming for me for that, right? Like I know way more than anybody else should, <laughs> who is not a health coach into how the body works because I just have found it fascinating for the past two years on my own health journey, right? But that's not something when you think of Kate, you think of. Now, don't get me wrong. You can 1,000% change and pivot, and we can do an episode on that if you guys want to know about it. But realize that it might take a little bit of time or if something is coming out of left field, because like in their brain, they're like, 
but Kate's like the email person. Why is she talking to me about macros? It's going to be a little harder. It's not saying that you can't do it, right? And you guys know that we've been doing a little bit of pivot into more general sales as opposed to just email marketing. I'm like, things can be a little bit rough at the beginning, but I really do feel like the audience is sort of coming around to it and like reshaping in their brain. Oh, it's anything having to do like sales or like wrangling your brain like Kate can help with. Like I'm into that, right? So I don't want to think that you have to be pigeonholed, but that's just another thing to think about for your topic, okay? So let's talk about spicing up your offer so that way more people are going to buy it and you're going to want to talk about it. Now, there are the absolute sort of basic things, and I'm actually going to pair this more so with um, really energetics, and that is, does your offer, course, product, does it need a facelift? Is it something that you created like three years ago and the branding is off or maybe you've learned more or you think that you're a better teacher, okay? Like the email marketing fairy, it had decent-ish branding, but the second that I hired my designer, Rita Esther, and she redesigned it, and this was version 3.0, because I like to do versions of my thing, it flew off the shelves. I mean, it still does and it sold well before, but I am telling you that revamp of how it actually looked, and this is part of like the packaging, if you will, it just, it skyrocketed. Now I'm looking particularly, particularly at you, business to consumer people. So again, my budget binder people, my crafter people, my health and wellness people, I'm looking at you. Branding and presentation matter a lot, okay? And it does sort of in the business spec a lot, especially say if you're targeting like female boss B coaches, like you want to make sure your branding is up to snuff and it looks premium and it will actually attract those types of people. If you're looking for more bro people, then your colors are going to be a little bit different. If you're looking for more of like a plain Jane sort of thing, then there's that. Okay. So I don't want you thinking, oh my goodness, I can't invest in a designer and like my Canva stuff is okay. Like Go for it for your first version, okay? You're gonna be able to get some really great results and then you'll be able to use that as we're gonna talk about on your sales page and in those two other promotion strategies that we're gonna be talking about when we do five and six together, which is short-term and long-term strategies, okay? So like, this is important. The way that it looks can be it. And we have revamped every single one of our products. The next one that is going to be getting a revamp is a big one for love your list. And I think that we are completely rechanging that structure to the point where we might honestly do a rebrand. I'm not going to lie to you guys. And I think that we, it might end up getting a completely different name. Again, I love it. And it is definitely something that we are known for, but it just needs it. Okay. And I'm very, very excited, but like collaboration cash in used to be like hosting free bundles. And it was like, I almost say it was ghetto, but it was, cause I don't want to use that derogatorily. It was very like duct taped together. It's very, very plain, plain Jane. And then we turn it into collaboration cash in. And not only is it a full robust course now, but the bonus and the offer and the packages that we put together with it is just fan freaking fantastic. Just so good. And it looks so posh. Okay. Kind of email marketing fairy. Trello magic got one. It technically actually got two, um, because it used to be Trelloing for traffic. I mean, changed it to Trello magic because my audience sort of switched because it was for bloggers, but honestly, I was helping a lot more um, coaches, course creators, digital product creators. And like, we don't necessarily care about traffic too, too much in that same way. So like, it just made sense. It was Trello magic. And again, I wasn't just talking about how to utilize it for your content calendar. I was talking about how to use it for creating courses, for actually putting on a webinar. Like I give you the workflow for basically everything that you need in your business 
for at the time of this recording, 24 bucks. Who knows? It might go up, but I love Trello Magic. I'll put a link to it down below if you want to check it out. There's actually social media posts in there too because um, somebody asked for them and I'm like, all right. So there's some social media posts in there too. So it was just so much more than just traffic, okay? So that's sort of the first step and the first thing to sort of look at. Does it need a rebrand or revamp? Most of the time you can get away with not doing that, okay? Because it can be very stressful and a huge undertaking. So some other things to look at, remember we had talked about elements, is pricing. Maybe you are going to offer a flex plan. One of the short-term strategies is a flash sale. We're not gonna get too much into it, but pricing is somewhat of a factor, okay? People are gonna think that the cheaper something is, then obviously the quality is not gonna be really great. So if the quality is really great, you need to make sure that your social proof, your testimonials from people counteract that, yeah, but... If it's only $8 a month, I guess it's going to be awful, right? So we need people actually stating how unawful it is and sharing their results, okay? And again, perceived value is part of an offer. The next thing, and this one is probably the most fun and probably kind of the easiest to do. Well, no, a guarantee might be the easiest to do. But bonuses. If you are just offering a three-month coaching package and like, that's it, right? And maybe it's like, they get, you know, like weekly check-ins or something like that. You need to start pulling apart the stuff that you would do for three months and make some of those elements special. Even if you're like, but Kate, I would always do this. You are going to get personalized macros. You are going to get journal prompts. Maybe you have another course or you have the, you know, if you sign up for three months of coaching with me in the business aspect, you get all of the courses that I've created, right? Those are bonuses. Uh, maybe in your coaching, you help people a lot with sort of mindset. So maybe you create a special audio training that's like the CEO mindset. And even though that's stuff that you're going to talk about one-on-one with people, they get that as a bonus. Maybe again, in the business space, maybe they are going to be getting like your actual templates for getting clients and your social media strategy. Again, swipe files. People really love those things. When coming up with bonuses, you either want to address a yeah, but that's before and after, or, and this is more importantly, saving time. Time saving bonuses are huge. What can they have grab and go? And that's what I want you to think about, right? So if you're like, you know, but like I've got a budget binder and like all of it is printable, could a bonus be some, you know, 15 websites that, 15 legit websites that you can make money from in five minutes a day or something like that, okay? So like we know with budgeting, the more money that you have, hopefully, the easier that it can be. But that doesn't necessarily make sense in a budget binder, but we just increase income that works. And you might find in your offer that, You're talking about a lot of things. It's like, it's not really going to that core outcome of being able to control your money. So it's like, that could be spun off and a bonus. Even though it's something that you're probably gonna talk about anyways, spin it off and have it become a bonus because people really love it. Again, that perceived value. Maybe as your bonus to your budget binder, you actually have some videos on personal finance or you interview somebody talking about like 401ks or things like that. That video Take what, 30 minutes maybe if you could find a person to interview or maybe you have your own tips as well. Bonus, fantastic, okay? So you can think about that. So again, when I'm looking to address my offer, again, especially in like the sort of a longer term thing, it's usually about what kind of bonus can get people there faster. And again, think of variety. Again, if you have a video course and it's all videos, what type of like workbooks can you have? What kind of principles could you have? Could you have like, again, try to think of like different modalities and different things, okay? 
The next one is the guarantee. I understand sometimes you can't have guarantees and some people can utilize this to really weed out people that aren't necessarily action takers. So there is like one person that I follow online and it's like absolutely due to the digital nature of this product, like you cannot have refunds in any fashion whatsoever. And that is perfectly okay. So if you have any questions, like ask me, like we, you're not going to get your money back. Okay. Because this has been, and I believe that she talks about this because this has been tried and trusted, like go and read the testimonials. If you're not sure if this makes sense in your case, like go ahead and DM us. Okay. Your guarantees can be different. It could be like for love your list. We have a do the work guarantee. If you do certain things, which, cause I want you to take the course and do it. That's always my motivation. Cause I want you to get the outcome. Show us that you did it. And then we will give you your money back. I know some people have some feelings about that. I love it because I feel like it really attracts people who are action takers, who are willing to take this seriously. Now, do live events come up? Absolutely, they can happen and people can decide how they want to handle it. There are other people that will just have a happiness guarantee, 14 days, 30 days, whatever it is. There are other companies with services and uh, collaboration cash ins is very close to this as well, where if you follow the system that we have and you don't get minimal results, then I'm going to give you, I think it's double your money back, guys. I'll have to double check on that, right? She says it for herself. That can give people a lot of peace of mind. So think what you feel comfortable with in your own guts first. I know if you buy collaboration cash in and you have at least 10 people in it, I'm going to get you that many new subscribers. Like that is just going to happen, right? Like you got to show me again, this is one of those combinations. Show me that she actually followed her systems and her templates and all that sort of stuff. If you host this, you got 10 people, you don't get this minimum number. I will gladly give you your money back because I don't feel right taking it. Okay. That is fantastic. Things like the email marketing fairy. No, because once you have the templates, there's no way for me to grab the Google doc back from you. Right? Like, so it just, it, that outcome doesn't necessarily make sense in that particular situation. So the last thing, and this has been a little bit of a longer episode, um, spoiler alert, for the summertime, we are switching to six minute episodes. It's called the Summer in Six series, where I'm going to answer one listener question every single week, and I'm going to try to do it in under six minutes. (laughs) We'll see, because, you know, I still like talking business and being adulty, but the summertime, I do like to take time off. So it's just, you know, kind of something that we do. So the last thing when thinking about really restructuring your offer, and this one actually goes into sales pages a little bit as well. So this is why I want to save it to last. And that is really working on your positioning or your unique selling proposition. This is just a fancy way of what makes this different. Okay. It might be like, if you try like, I was like, what's like the distinguishing features and benefits? What makes this different, right? Is it the name of your framework? She's like, hey, but there's only so many ways to to do budgeting, okay? Is it your audience? Is it that you have taken popular methods and actually made them tangible for people who get paid biweekly, right? If you cannot tell me what makes you different than somebody else, nobody else is going to think that your thing is distinct and can help them in a way that somebody else's can't. And again, we are not crap talking other people. I mean, granted, there are testimonials for Love Your List that say it's better than a certain other copywriting course out there by a huge name. I'm not saying it. They're saying it. Obviously, I'm going to share that with people because I was did not prompt them. They just said it to me, which made me really happy. 
So what makes your thing different? Is it that you're going to get it done faster? Is it that you're the most comprehensive? Is it that your background story and your credentials? Is it that you are focusing on something slightly different that not a lot of people do when it comes to productivity? You know, is it that you are going to be focusing on maximizing people's energy rather than time and you're dealing specifically with people that have, you know, ADHD or neurospicy, right? What is it different? Is it the audience? Is it the modality? Is it the deliverability? Is it the, again, people can have like love or less, which is at the time of this recording, a million modules covering a million things. Like it is, I tell everyone it's a resource, like go back to it uh, at the current state that it's in. But like, is it that people are going to be able to in under an hour, get everything that they need to know and be able to get results? Because sitting through countless, a college course on marketing is not going to get them results. And here's about getting them results faster. Again, this is a concept that we talk about inside of Love Your List. You can head to loveyourlist.co. We talk about it in the copywriting module. Are you making the skeletons dance? Talk about talk about something that could be perceived as a downfall, but why is that actually a great thing, okay? So this is this is what we're really looking at when we are looking at our offer and again how we're going to update it. Of course, there's things like branding and renaming and making sure that our graphics and things look nice, our deliverability is good cuz maybe we recorded it in the car and now we have some time to like re-record it a little bit. But we want to think about how are we creating this ice cream sundae? We have this base ice cream that is your main product, your main thing, your coaching, your course. What sprinkles are we going to add? What chocolate chip cookie or just cookie add-ins are we going to have? Are you going to add fruit? Are you going to add bananas and whipped cream? And you know that there's like a certain point where it's just like too much stuff. Because again, unlike those people that are trying to sell you like those giant ice cream boats where it's like, eat all this and you get it for free. We still want people to consume it and not get sick and be happy. So that's why I really liken this ice cream analogy. And you're going to hear it other places as well. So that is it for today. I know that it was a really like a notebook style episode, but I did want to make these sales series just so unbelievably useful for everybody that's hanging out here. If you have any other questions that you would like to have answered on the show, possibly in our summer in six series, you'd hand it over to katedoster.com forward slash ask. If you do not want to wait to get an answer, you can always DM me on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster, and I'll answer your question. And then I might be like, hey, can I turn this into a summer six episode? Or you can be like, so this is just our sixth episode, but like, I can't wait till August to know the answer. I would love to be able to help you out with that. And I will see you all. Next. Well, look at that action taker. You made it all the way to the end. Kudos to you. So if you want to keep this do the brave thing momentum going, because let's be real, sure, listening to a 25 to 30 minute podcast can definitely get you amped, but what are you going to do the rest of the week? Make sure you're following me over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. There's a link in the bio. And if you absolutely love this episode, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a rating and review or share a screenshot and tag us on your Instagram stories. I'll see you next week. Later days.